and welcome to the MHR podcast week three of January. How are you doing, Emma? Not too bad. I think I think we're getting more into a rhythm of it now. Are we? I think we're getting into a rhythm of it now. Thank you for sticking around for week three. Yeah, well, last week we talked about the January blues and a bit of Blue Monday. Mm-hmm. It's hit us since then. I felt it. I feel like we've we've hit the kind of aftershock mm. of well, Blue Monday. After blues follows <laughs> fear and resentment, doesn't it? And I'm in that pit now at the moment. I think it <laughs> leans nicely into what I want to talk about this week. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about my job. I'm a bit worried that mm. we're going to be... There's been a lot in the news recently about tech and AI and bots, and I don't understand it, and I'm worried I'm going to lose my job. Okay, like, granddad. Okay. No, I'm- I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm <laughs> I like... And from... I'm going back to the 19th century here when Luddites were like burning down looms. I'm there. I'm with them now. Like, I don't understand where technology is going. Is my job safe? It's a hot topic for 2023. Emma, I need I need your reassurance here. It oh. is. But Andy, first and foremost, I can tell that you did a drama degree. Thank you. Um, and secondly, I don't think it's anything that we should be panicking about too much. I mean, technology is a development we need to use as an advantage rather than a disadvantage. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's been out in the news this week that Microsoft are investing £10 billion into uh, ChatGPT. So, um, I, I, can I stop you there? I'm going to surprise you now. Do not understand what that is. What is ChatGPT? I can't say that surprises me too much. Uh, basically, what it is is a language processing tool. So, okay. people can use it to generate text, generate emails, and all you do is you kind of put in a subject matter of what you'd like to talk about and it will generate that based on kind of natural responses and natural So you're telling me, right, we've gone past the point where we're worried about like machines replacing people in uh, like in a machine or a physical context. They're now churning out content. Because as a marketer, I am now petrified. You're not reassuring me. I'm petrified. We need to see this as an enabler. You know, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you on millennial terms. Okay. See this as like... Microsoft Clippy's, you know, younger, healthier love child. Okay, so in, you know. now when I'm writing my next piece of content, they're actually going to say, oh, it can, looks like you're trying to spe- uh, write a blog about payroll, but um, with loads of typos. Can I help? Is that what this is about? Is this what it's doing? Pretty much, yeah. So it, it's this thing like auto-response. So if you're not sure what to put in, it will use its own algorithms to figure out what... Okay. The, the next best thing could be so it could support as i say on things like language prompts responses to emails and it can even analyze data as well and trust me i do not like looking at an excel spreadsheet so anything that i can do to make that a little bit easier so with I this investment from microsoft what we're saying is actually this is going to seep more into the workplace for a lot of people this is something that businesses who use Microsoft are going to benefit from the automation of this or absolutely I mean when we think when we talk about chat GPT kind of in the the internet space as it is at the moment I think people are using it in a very funny way you know seeing what kind of things they can come together but actually it will have a very profound and impactful difference to our day-to-day working and make those manual tasks and the laborious you know task of, of certainly putting email responses together writing significant copy and analyzing that into a much easier frame and format and it will also take into consideration you know your natural language style and the language of your business as well and you can really tailor it according to to your needs all right then okay i mean i'm still terrified it sounds a lot more intelligent than i am 
but well uh, yeah Rishi Sunak wants you to listen to the MHR podcast until retirement age I've actually been looking through a few articles about what this means in terms of, um, mm-hmm. you know, tech or AI's place in business. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've got some stats on it as well, actually. Yeah, and I know that, you know, with any kind of big technology advancement, there is a sense of nervousness, but there really is a sense of embracing the opportunities that it also creates. I mean, for example, you know, 26% of UK citizens have said that they would trust AI to provide correct information and I think it's the smarter it gets the more that trust that is a higher percentage of people who trust me to give correct information yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't go for dinner with those people um okay and you know AI startups have raised almost 20 billion pounds you know in the last sort of decade so it really is a big big market to be to be playing in as as the technology continues to expand all right um and as a result of that, it's it's said that the UK economy could grow by just shy of 11% by 2030, just purely through the introduction of AI. And that's not solely through the development of AI itself, but it's also how it affects other jobs. You know, so if I think of, for example, a job where AI and machine learning is really beginning to have an impact, we think of taxi drivers, self-driving cars. Mm not something <laughs> I would feel particularly comfortable with. I, I quite like, you know, Colin McCraying my car into the MHR car park. But it's becoming more and more common. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. So the I think is it Uber other taxi firms that are available. Um said they were developing the technology for self driving cars that actually whilst you know if you have a self driving car in the future what you can actually do is while you park it at work for the day, you can put that out on a shift. So people can get your car to drive itself to you or to Mm -hmm. them and then take it out wherever they need to go you can earn money off that and then return it back to the car park where you're working ready for when you finish work um so yeah i can see how i can see how that's working but what do you think of the other areas then so and i I would be interested to hear from the people who are on our facebook group if you haven't joined already you can do there will be a link in the bio um i'll put a discussion out there what area of jobs are you working in where you're worried about uh, tech or AI enhancements kind of replacing your your role or kind mm-hmm. of developing the world you work in? Uh, another one, the big debate a few years ago was obviously self-service um, supermarket machines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you actually found is a lot of people then actually went, you know, I want to talk to a person. That's part of the experience of shopping, so I will talk to them. Or other people, probably a bit more miserable like me, went, oh, I just want to get in and out as quickly as possible and then sit there Gen- for 20 minutes shouting because I can't scan a cue. <laughs> Do you ever find that you, you, all, you nine times out of ten you end up having to have somebody come and support you at the self-service checkout? Not just anyway. at the self-service checkout. Is this just a general <laughs> Quite regularly, thing? I just need... Do you have somebody with a yeah. tabard at the front door I can often, of Asda? Come on, Andy, it's, it's time to go shopping now. Yeah, I can often be found Brave in faces. most locations just <laughs> screaming, waiting for someone to help me. Um, so they haven't found a robot that can do that yet. So it's everyone else's problem. <laughs> Um, but no, you know, it, from a from a, a kind of a business perspective, there's there's so many things that it could impact. I mean, finance in particular is a really big area where AI and machine learning is already making those differences. You know, budgeting and forecasting is getting more and more complicated. Certainly, as we move into more sort of economic uncertainty and trying to to really sort of navigate that and having 
this you know kind of ai and this technology that can help you scenario plan help you forecast and help you prepare for all risks and opportunities is really starting to make an impact on those that are investing in the software and i think something like chat gbt that can then support that with more context and more development i think will be all but fantastic um for for businesses news it's that time of the week where we look at all the world of hr we've scoured we literally scraped the barrel of news in hr payroll and finance to give you some little tidbits of stuff to get go away with so uh, over to you emma um okay uh, the uk economy unexpectedly grew in november helped by a boost from the world cup you're welcome rashi <laughs> the economy expanded by 0.1 percent helped by a demand for services in the tech sector and in spite of thousands of households being squeezed by rising prices. Do you think a lot of people saw the World Cup? Because it was like an unseasonal, a unseasonable time for the World mm. Cup, right? I think they saw that as a bit of an excuse to go, you know what, we need to celebrate. Life is pretty rubbish. Um, let's go out there. And it was a great excuse to uh, drown our sorrows a little bit. In I like to think I contributed. Chair. I think I contributed. I went to a fan zone. If you can imagine me in a World Cup fan zone, it looks, it's as weird as it sounds. <laughs> Um, but I, I spent quite a lot of money there buying drinks, getting some food, and then mm. um, realising the fan zone was about an hour away from my house. Oh. And after 40 minutes, I had to pop into a co-op and get a sausage roll. I think I bought a mint aero and uh, some dishwasher tablets just because I thought <laughs> I'll do it while I'm there. So Look, every little helps, doesn't it? Absolutely. Pay rises uh, at the fastest pace for over 20 years, but it's still below inflation. So just a report that I've uh, seen on the news come out this week. Uh, wages have grown at the fastest rate for more than 20 years, uh, but they're not keeping up with the rising prices of everything else. So that's affecting people individually and businesses as well. Uh, the articles that we've been reading say that the average pay, um, you know, take out bonuses and stuff, uh, it's risen by about 6.4% between September and November uh, compared to like the same time as last year. Uh, but, it, you know, it's still not everything. So um, I think wages fell in real terms by 2.6% uh, because of COVID. So, yeah, swings and roundabouts. As the Prime Minister allegedly considers a winter hardship payment for NHS workers, it's sparking questions whether private sector demands for help with the cost of living should also be considered. It's throwing it in there, isn't it, into the conversation. Um, it, uh, there's a lot of pressure on businesses now. If we can do one-off payment, when are we going to do like other regular one-off payments? What other disaster is going to happen mm -hmm. in the next five years, like the last five years? Um, and then uh, suddenly businesses need to start considering when can we pay people outside that typical monthly pay or bi-weekly pay cycle, right? Absolutely. And, and, you know, referring to it as sort of real-time payroll, it's a really hot topic here at mm -hmm. MHR and something that we, we kind of regularly talk about and it's sh something I'm sure we will talk about in, in weeks to come on the podcast. Um, but it's it's certainly something that people will be looking to, to consider and uh, yeah. utilise more in the future. Yeah, how do we give uh, how do we give employees a bit more flexibility with that? Like I say, we won't go into much detail about it because I have a feeling in a few weeks we may be talking uh, especially about that topic, so we'll leave mm. it there. You're listening to the MHR Podcast, the most popular podcast for HR professionals in Tamworth.
Hadouken. So I don't know, Emma. I think we started this podcast talking about like the rise of the machines and AI technology, and if you know people, we mm-hmm. need to be worried about our jobs. And all you've done is create an argument about how good machines are at potentially my job. So I'm not feeling really <laughs> reassured. No, look, I am all for technology, and I'm all for using it as an enabler mm. to not cement cement not only your own success but also your business's success as well but there's also an opportunity to have a bit of fun with it so i've been looking at all sorts of crazy stories of what people have been using chat gpt for um earlier on i read almost an entire manuscript where somebody replaced a scene from lord of the rings return of the king with a chat gpt version where gandalf fought chat gpt i can confirm that chat gpt did win that round and to be honest it's probably easier to read that than the four hours of return of the king there i said it disagree <laughs> we'll we'll have this argument off camera um so i decided to have a bit of fun with it myself okay. and i want to read you a little bit of something so i asked chat gpt to write a diary entry about a man called andy who can't stop buying food from the office canteen bit close okay. to home isn't it um look we know where you're at with this new year's resolution and i'm going to drain it for all that it's worth come on then what have you got funny. hit me with it okay so <clears throat> i'm just gonna crack my fingers off camera and going to read this out to you okay, okay. so <clears throat> see how much of a strong storytelling voice i can do dear diary Today was another frustrating day at the office. I just can't shake this feeling of annoyance whenever I think about my co-worker Andy. He's always hanging around the coffee at coffee. He's always hanging around the office canteen and it's starting to drive me crazy. He seems to be there every time I walk by and I swear he's always buying something new to eat. It's not just the frequency of his visits that's bothering me though, it's the sheer amount of food he's able to consume. I've never seen someone eat so much in one day and yet he never seems to gain a pound. I know it's none of my business what he chooses to eat, but it's starting to affect my work. Every time I see him at the canteen, it breaks my focus and I can't help but feel a little resentful. I can't help but think that if he spends less time and money on food, he might be able to focus more on his work and be more productive. Passive-aggressive <laughs> on me for there. I'm and feeling this. <laughs> I know I shouldn't let it get to me, but it's hard not to and it seems like every time I turn around, there's Andy with another tray of food. I just hope that tomorrow will be a better day and that I'll be able to put this out of my mind. Sincerely. And uh, <laughs> you, you didn't write that, yeah? And this was ChatGPT's response what to my What did you put request. in to get that? So all I put was, write a diary entry about a man called Andy who can't stop buying food from the office canteen. Well, I feel like that was pretty loaded. I feel like it's eloquent, elo- eloquent, tasteful, and um, quite a bob on the money, actually, Andy. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Remember, you can check us out on mhrglobal.com. I've been Andy, and uh, you'll be joined next week by a AI chatbot who will be our new co-host. Until then, have a good time.